I liked this movie. This movie was bad. I did not like this movie. Movie bad. Bad movie. I loved this movie. Fuck this movie. I really did not like this movie. Oh no! Don't ruin the movie for me! I loved this movie. The movie was good. Alright, I just want to warn you, spoiler alert. We are live. Touchdown. We are literally live tonight on episode number... You know, we said we weren't going to do episodes last week. This is just a new episode. This is the new episode. (laughs) Hot start. Spoiler alert. uh, A moving film podcast. Moving picture podcast. Ugh. I know. Such a clunky start. Keep it in. Keep the struggle. Okay. Uh, I'm your host, Eric. Check, check. Joined in person. Uh, COVID six feet not apart, breathing all over each other, groping. Yes. And we both uh, tested person. positively, which is good. So yeah. we are feeling great and tested, upbeat, optimistic. We tested positive for missing each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant just like we have positive outlooks, but... That's Nick, by the way. I didn't get to finish his I, intro. Oh, shit. I always don't, and I I gotta stop doing that. Uh, no, yeah. no, it's part of my brand. Um, we're joined here by each other. I don't know why I even said that. We're, it's our and our special guest, the Green M M&M. and M. Yep, it's not our, a sponsor though. It's our special, it's our special end of the year podcast tonight. We uh, we have um kind of a different format tonight we're gonna wrap up a little bit even though we haven't really been here that much of 2020 we were kind of in only in the end well i mean we've been we've existed far longer than probably we should should or could have yeah uh all right so before we kind of jump into all our best ofs our look back at the year of film and tv and yada 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 uh, we will let you know that tonight's movie of the week is a, um, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a brand new movie. It's on uh, HBO Max, and the reason that we want to bring it up is it's been kind of a controversial, weirdly controversial uh, movie that it shouldn't be, I don't think. I think it's pretty cut and dry because it's a superhero movie. It's the new DC EU uh, Warner Brothers movie. Wonder Woman 1984. I like that you did all that build up as if it's not the title of the episode. I like every week we don't do that. Like every week we we don't bother telling anyone what we're listening or what we're going to talk about. And then like people come into our podcast and we're talking about a bunch of bullshit for 30 minutes. And then everyone's like, wait, it's called Wonder Woman. Why? So I want people to know that context clues. Yeah. Maybe you should fucking read all the work I put in people. Read a book for once in your life. I put in all the time cards. Yeah, because like, Crystal's the only one who listens to us. But, It'd be uh, funny if she somehow was faking it and has not heard an episode. She probably hasn't. We're probably just talking. Just playing to, on mute. We're probably just talking to each other. Yeah, and our microphones. See this? Yeah, you're where you're. I'm using a microphone. Yeah, so am I. This one's not plugged in. Uh, it's like a like a joke, you know. All right. Um. So yeah, we're gonna do Wonder Woman 1984, but. Usually we kind of jump into what we watched early in the episode. We like to talk about, um, we kind of like to give little mini reviews of something we maybe caught up that we liked, something we didn't like, uh, something new, something old. But mm-hmm. this week we're uh, we're going to do something different. We're going to look back at this year. We're going to talk about, I kind of thought about this. We we, we talked about we were going to do the top, uh, I guess our favorite movie of the year, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I was thinking, you said that you watched a little bit more TV. Yeah. This year, and I, I also, I watched some, I watched a decent amount of TV, a lot more. Yeah, you movies. have a, you have a TV. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a TV. I, it doesn't work. I don't have electricity. I just, I look at the black screen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I figured, why don't we talk about, since we do kind of delve into the TV realm a little bit, we can talk about our favorite movie and then some our favorite TV show that we watched this year. And, um, yes. yeah, just kind of go into, instead of well, what we watched, we'll just do like what we watched this year, essentially, and like talk about something we like. Yes. So I'm going to let you go first because I don't feel like going right now. And I need to grab my phone that's plugged in. Because I have all my shit listed. All right. My favorite TV show was the first season of Dave on FX. Of Dav. Yeah, Dave uh, is another. I think that's like the Portuguese pronunciation or something. I don't know. Check my math. And yeah, I just, I mean, I've been a fan of Little Dicky since uh, like high school. So Yeah, you introduced me to him. Yeah. You were the one who was I don't. Like- yeah, I don't mean to be that guy, but like I totally knew about him before he was big. But I mean, it's like he's from Philly, and my ex step brother in law like went to high school with him or something, or like they went to the same high school. So that's why I'm I was already aware of his shit. So, but yeah, like the show also just blew me away, and especially the the episode where Gata has a anxiety attack or uh, bipolar. He episode. just he just goes into his bipolar. Yeah, because I watched the show too, and it was yeah. it was up there for me. It was uh... yeah, I thought that was an Emmy worthy performance from him. Especially from a non-actor. Like, he was never trained as an no. actor before that. He's an actor now. Well, yeah. All right. So, a non-classically trained actor. He's a great follow on Instagram, by the way. Yeah, no, I love his Instagram. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. And he's also super humble. Like, he's yeah. a very, like, he's very, like, grateful of just, yeah. like, being able to work. And he's a cool guy. Love yeah. him. Ged Gata. Yeah, G-E-D Gata. <laughs> Getting every dollar. That's what it stands for. I don't know if you knew that, but I did. I do now. Okay. And so then my favorite movie would be... I actually saw it in theaters a couple times. Um, wow. It's like an it's action... It's not the movie that you said fucking last week. Well, well I have, I, 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 let me finish. Uh, yeah. Multiple times in many different theaters. And it's like an action thing. And um, there's like a bomb and the yellow guy and the red guy and then there's this smoking hot green one and then like the phone rings you know what i'm talking about like the, it's the m&m commercial before that they play before the movies where they tell you to turn off your phone have you seen a movie in theaters this year to say that you've seen that yeah i saw oh. uh jojo rabbit in theaters and i saw another okay. movie before that in theaters in 2020 yes okay. i saw two movies in theaters in 2020 <laughs> all right so all this to say green m&m yo like what's up yeah, no, my actual movie, my favorite movie was Palm Springs, which I To clarify night. for everyone that can't see us, we have a bag of mint M&M's in front of Don't us. Don't say it. Why? Because now she'll know that it's only because I'm looking at her. Yeah. And not, I'm thinking about her 24 cents. All right. Yeah, Palm Springs, I went into it last week, um, blew me away, uh, which might be hyperbolic, but I just loved the movie and it felt very timely. I think you're just everything blows you away. Dave blew you away. This blew you away. Eminem. Not yet. Working no, on it. Eminem. I'm applying myself. Blew you. I'm. I said I'm working on it. Away. Get, I'll, oh, okay. I'll do it. All right. All right. Just it's hard in quarantine. All right. Um. Yeah, that's but Palm Springs. So your favorite movie of the year. That's a that's a good choice. Yeah. I, I love Palm Springs. Or Sonic, which I haven't seen yet, but I like. It's, that it's it your favorite movie. Yeah. I uh. Palm Springs was actually up there as my favorite for a long time, mm-hmm. but um, I'm gonna have to say that uh, there's a movie that I saw a couple weeks ago that. Uh, what do you think, Brad? Me? It. 
No, I mean I have seen more movies than you this year. Yeah, but going to my fucking kill streaks. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, you got, you got me on that one. Um, so, one point to you. So, I'm gonna do something different than you actually. Uh, first, Thanks. I'll talk about my favorite movie real quick. It's um the Risen Med movie, Sound of Metal. Yes. It's um. I'm still kind of trying to find robotic a remake of Sound of Music, I believe. Yes, I'm trying to uh, finalize my top ten, trying to catch up on a couple more movies. But I do think Sound of Metal is probably going to be the one that sticks there because it's just mm. the only movie this year that I had an emotional experience with. I think it was a. I think it's honestly kind of it's tragic, but it's also kind of uplifting, um, and it just puts you in the situation of someone experiencing a um, a pretty major loss of their their uh normal ability to, i i don't know if that's the way to put it normal ability to live like like the normalcy of right i mean yeah we're allowed to spoil it like that he loses his hearing right? no i mean i'm just saying like how to would that be the right like the way to put it like mm. like kind of like like i mean losing one of your senses yeah a, like an impairment like like to, someone yeah. who's dealing with an impairment yeah okay yeah. um because i didn't want to be insensitive actually but yeah. i mean I'm I'm not like the expert on the subject. Well, so I'm just saying like I'm not gonna yeah. die on any stance I take. I'll but yeah, like it. like it, it, you as as um as Rizamed's character starts to lose his hearing and slowly starts to become completely deaf. You as the um as the viewer, you experience the sound kicking out of the movie and starting to go mute, and it kind of and it also just like there's ringing constantly um a lot of vibration it, it's mm. just yeah it's it's a crazy movie i highly recommend it to everyone um i think Rizamed he was my pick honestly to win best actor but i mean i think chadwick boseman should win because of ma rainey's black bottom i think he's fucking excellent in that uh my favorite tv show i'll jump into i think is it's tough honestly there's uh it's probably tied between uh, Queen's Gambit, which was fucking yeah, excellent. Fire. Um, and then what we do in the Shadow season two, just yeah, that would have been my second choice. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to waste it because I knew that you might say it. So. Yeah, that's those two are my. That has my favorite episode of the year. Jackie Daytona. Yeah, the Jackie yeah. Daytona episode by far the funniest. Is, yeah, it's yeah. up there. Um, that show, that show's just expertly written. I can't wait for season three. Yeah. Uh, and then a shout out to my second favorite movie of the year, which is not a movie. It's The Last of Us 2, the video game. Oh, shit. Yeah, very cinematic. Transcending uh, media. Yeah, it, that, that's an excellent... That's one of the best uh, experiences I've had in terms of like media this year. Mm -hmm. Just dealing with it. Um, yeah, You're going to have to get that yeah. with your new PS5. You're going to have to test those yeah. out because those are good ones. Yeah, and that's like the... It's kind of the same way that I like the M&M's commercial. It's not necessarily a movie. No, it's a short, a short it movie. It still was arousing. Yeah, 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 I was aroused by The Last of Us too. Yeah, um, and we don't have to clarify what kind. And but the Eminem has been around for a while, so like I can't get in trouble for the M the Eminem. Yes. All right, let's go back into what we were talking about before. Uh, you're rambling right now, and I don't understand anything you're fucking saying keep it in <laughs> uh, we're going to um yeah so sound of metal favorite movie um honestly i'd probably just because what we do in the shadows is a second season um, i still think it's top tell top television i've seen this year but i'll say queen's gambit just because it was a one-off and it was you know a brand new show this year and 
Um, I, I blew through that motherfucker in like a day. I also had COVID when I watched it. So mm-hmm. that, that was probably, yeah. yeah I that, bet you really wanted to play chess on the ceiling. Yeah, that's exactly what it did. Take a lot of opioids. Yeah, I know I did. <laughs> but, uh, or tranquilizer. She didn't take opioids. Yeah. Cat tranquilizers. Yeah. Or no, kid tranquilizers. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's our favorites of the year. I mean, there's a bunch that I was a good, this year for everything that we've dealt with and all the shit, um, mm. it was honestly a pretty good year in terms of content. I think ooh, there was, ooh. Honorable mention from me, uh, this video of my dog with a potato in her mouth. Very funny. Yeah, that's a uh, do up for directed be- by me. Best animated feature of the year. <laughs> yeah, and it is animated. <laughs> um, but yeah, there there was a lot of good stuff that came out this year, in my opinion. I, I I'm I still so much to watch. I know. Um, it's not picking it up. Okay. Uh, I know you told me Ted Lasso is great. I gotta watch. It Te- is. I gotta watch Excellent Ted Lasso. I'm, I'm planning on watching that in the next. Uh, Honestly, a couple days, because yeah. I just finished Doom Patrol. Another great show from this year. Um, and, yeah. So, I'm excited to... Uh, I'm excited for all the shit that's still... That I still got to catch up on. Because it's just apparently, mm-hmm. like... There's an FX show called Devs. Yeah, I've heard it's really that. good. Um, Succession. I got to catch up on. Oh, it's apparently fucking unreal. That, yeah, that's, like, one of the only hour-long shows that I can binge. And, like, consistently... And I know that that's, I know it's, there's a delay, but I know it's coming next year. Um, I know. The, yeah, the season film. three. So, yeah, I got to catch up on that. There's just so much shit to catch. And then movie-wise, there's probably like 20 movies I still haven't seen yet from this year that are, that I've heard of good things about. So. We can yeah. be heroes. Yeah, which we plan on watching tonight. for one day. That's how the melody goes, right? Yep. All right. Uh, what's on the, next on the agenda? We got to. Transition. Bad takes. I got mine. There's ten. You have ten bad. We've, no, no, ten oh, minutes. Oh, okay. Ten minutes of bad takes. I don't have ten. And bad we're actually t- nailing the schedule. Look at that. Yeah, well, I'm not on a schedule. Okay, I let the content fucking flow. Yeah, I do too, man. But like, we're gonna have a nice crisp episode. You imagine how t- pumped like people are gonna be see is like, ooh, this is like fifty-seven minutes. Right, well, that's a drive to work and wait, back. Wait till I fucking add in an, a whole hour-long episode of a movie. Oh, okay. Bad <laughs> takes. Worst take that I had this year. Uh, oh, I feel like we should introduce the segment a little and be more like. Is is this in terms of worst take, movie wise, or is this just worst take in general? I think it should be movie wise. We can do both if you want. Well, mine has to do with movie wise. Mine's also movie wise. All right, but it's also in general. All right, word. All right, so. Uh, can late... we explain a bit though? Like. Oh yeah, we're just gonna say. Uh, you know, really bad opinions we had this year and how yeah. we, or how we yeah. were wrong about... Because everyone makes mistakes. M- me more than others. Yes, but also, everybody has those days. Yeah, okay, I'll let you finish that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we're just going to kind of go back, look back on the year, and we're going to figure out um, how badly we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine's not that bad. So here's how bad I fucked up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was a uh, March 23rd, um, you know, uh, saw a news segment. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Called, um, some virus in Wuhan, China (laughs) was, uh... That's the name of the news segment? Yeah, that was what the news segment said. It was, uh, some, some, some weird mysterious virus. People were getting sick. March 23rd? That was the day that I started to take it seriously. Yo, I was already in lockdown March 23rd. I started working from home on the 17th. 
But I was in L.A., so maybe we took it more serious. You probably did. Um, <laughs> maybe it was a little earlier. I don't fucking remember. March. Uh, All right. <laughs> March. In March, there was obviously COVID. Was kind of, that was when it really kicked in the gear that there was going to be some serious shit to go down. Uh, and I started to see, um, you know, people were talking about, oh, um, where am I locked down? Uh, what does this mean for the movie schedule or movie schedule wise for movies and theaters? What's going to happen? Spoiler alert, nothing good. (laughs) And I, and it turns out that the first big casualty of the 2019 COVID pandemic was, was my 2020. Well, the pandemic's in 2020. But it technically started in November. It wasn't a pandemic. That's when I discovered the All right, fuck. Okay. I know all the science words. Okay, so... Anyway, the first casualty... The first casualty was uh, the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Yeah. It was supposed to come out last April. That's brutal. And then it uh, got pushed to November. And now it's coming out this April. I personally thought that by November I was going to see it, and I thought that I was going to see it on a, a streaming service. Turns out that that's not true. Um, kind of fucked up on that part. This isn't really a bad fuck up now that I think about it. Uh, I didn't really have that many bad takes, but the worst take I had in real in my, my non-film life was mm-hmm. that I said the COVID pandemic was a bunch of bullshit oh man first week i heard about it and i said everyone's being a pussy that you know that's what i did too. and then turns out that i got it yeah <laughs> so, i mean at least they weren't sequential like it wasn't like you were mocking covid and they were like oh yeah you fucking think. no i was just saying that like the, the i was just saying like oh the news is probably blowing us out of proportion yeah i did and, the same thing and then turns out that they weren't um yeah i yeah it was I had some bad taste. So it's not really, like, it's not 100% movie-themed, but I definitely thought that, like, I was going to be able to see my most anticipated movie of 2020. Yeah. I mean, those could be considered bad takes, that you thought we'd see any movie that was scheduled to come out after March. I did. Well, yeah. I Saw Tenet in theaters. It. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one for, like, 50. Uh, but, yeah, no. Uh, also, bad take, I thought that Tenet wouldn't go to theaters, but I doubted Christopher Nolan. Um, never probably shouldn't have gone to theaters because no definitely not uh look what happened <laughs> we uh something that did happen because of tenet was we were able to watch the movie that we're going to be talking about in a little bit at home yes the wonderful woman of 1984 1984 of them uh yeah so that's uh honestly those are the two like bad takes i thought that i had this year i don't really i don't remember I don't remember anything I've really thought. Uh, oh, and thinking I was going to get a PlayStation 5 the same day it came out. Mm, that was yeah. a pretty bad take. Yeah, though. that was... Yeah, you were way off. But I did get one That's in true. 2020. Yeah. I really thought that by I wasn't going to get one until like next June. Oh, God. <laughs> so, way opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. One, one end of the other. Um, but yeah, it's all right, man. And now I got one. Now yeah, we, now we're, we're all good. good. Now we're chilling. We're gaming. Yeah, and you know what? I forgive you. For what? For being wrong so many times. Yeah. All right. What's your bad takes? Give me your bad takes for ten yeah. for ten minutes straight. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's actually about Dave. When I first watched it, I watched the first episode, and I guess I was in just like a pissy mood. That oh day. no, you told me you thought Dave wasn't that great. Yeah, I thought it was like a like a weird knockoff of Seinfeld, where they explained why the situation was peculiar. 
I remember saying that like to multiple people, like that was, and I was like sad that I didn't like it because I love Little Dicky. And then during quarantine in like April, I think I watched it, and I don't know what changed my perspective, but I totally dug it. And uh, yeah, I just I think I watched the whole series in like two days. But I mean, they're short episodes. Oh, so that's uh, not that big of a deal. What you got for me, Chief? I thought of a take for breaking both of news us. alert. Thinking Hubie Halloween was not gonna be a bad movie, like like an objective. Oh, thinking it would be bad. Thinking like it would be a movie that's like an enjoyable guilty pleasure, but actually like it legitimately being like a good comedy. Yeah, yeah, like, that's like, in, true. In my opinion, it's actually like a decently made movie. Yeah, I'd say it's one of Sandler's best. Yeah. Um, like it's like, not like modern. It's not wise. like it's yeah yeah. It's not like the golden era. It's middle. It's middle but, tier. Yeah. Like it's like good middle tier. Like I'd say it's like closer to like something like The Longest Yard. Yeah, yeah. It's a great comp. Yeah. Um. Even though they're completely different movies. But like quality wise. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think I, The I Longest Yard is good, but I would not put it in the same category as Happy Gilmore. Yeah. No. I'm trying to think. I'm looking at Happy like, Gilmore is like a movie that like shaped my sense of humor as a child oh and hilarious bad take this year that like everyone had not just me was that thinking that bad boys for life was going to be bad and it turns out that it's the highest grossing movie of 2020 yes and thinking that it wouldn't get nominated for an oscar uh and win and it it will do both it's gonna win best cinematography best picture best director for not michael bay because he didn't direct this one that's uh, facts. But yeah, no, legit- probably I don't. Know. Legitimately, legitimately, like I love Bad Boys One. Bad Boys Two was great. Went into Bad Boys Three just excited to see Martin Lawrence and Will Smith again. Did not actually expect it to be like an origin story for a Bad Boys universe. Um, now they're doing like a whole Bad Boys Avengers style shit. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it because I hadn't seen the originals. I'm sorry. But it's fucking sick, and there's like that's pretty cool. And spoiler, there's like a witch in it and shit. Oh, yeah, like it's, it's not the direction I thought that series would go. It gets wild, and there's like some fucking and Will Smith has a really good fight scene, and there's some good action, and uh, mm. I would recommend we should watch. We should do the Bad Boys movies. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they're actually good movies. I I, I think you would uh, like. You know, mm, I have a I have probably my baddest take. But also, I'm just gonna say something about myself that I've thought about, and I've, you think this way too. You don't fucking know me. Man. I don't believe using the term bad and good movie. And I feel like I yeah. keep saying it. I'm trying to avoid saying it because I personally saying something is bad to for someone. It could be really good for them. I think that all movies obviously are really hard to make. Yeah. And I think that um, there's always something to look at a movie and say, like, at least that movie got made. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't I don't think it's I don't I don't. Trying to think yeah. of how to put the like, I've said that kind of thing multiple times. Yeah, and, and I think you're the one. I th- I think you're the one who um who kind of got me in that direction because yeah. you made my letterbox kind of like I don't rate movies anymore. Yeah, I, I just say if I like it or I didn't yeah. like it. I still write but with re- some variation. I write reviews, but I don't. I I look at it more from yeah. a from a filmmaker standpoint, from a piece of work standpoint, not critically. Because yeah. also just like we'll get into it with criticism with yeah. Wonder Woman later, but uh. Yeah, um, so... Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I always try to refrain from saying a movie is bad, just because More it's like, so, like, I say... I'm it's trying, a miracle that it was I'm made I'm trying to place. use the vocabulary more so, like, I, that movie didn't work for me. Yeah. Like, what they were going for didn't work, but that's okay, and they could be perfectly fine yeah. for someone else. Mad props to him for doing it. But also, 
sometimes I'm baffled by other people's opinions. Yeah. So then I say you're stupid for not liking a movie because your opinions are more so like... More so, like, your criticisms of a movie are kind of baffling to me. Yeah, and that's fair, because these people are wrong, and they are stupid. Yeah, so, like, like we're, if, we're the only two film... Yeah. film uh, we're the only two films. Yeah, we're the only two... Fil- films. Fil- films. 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 Uh, yeah. All right, your worst take, though, and then we'll jump into... My um, baddest take was thinking take. that I would see any new Marvel movie or show this year. That... We got... Yet none, yeah. No, this uh, yeah, is the none. first year since nothing. 2009 that nothing Marvel MCU has come out. Yeah. Like, no MCU project. Yeah. And, see, we we were wrong multiple times by saying Black Widow was going to end up on Disney+. Plus yeah. Because I really thought that at that investor meeting a couple weeks ago, they were going to say, like, oh, we're going to drop it for $50. Like, like yeah. and which, like, would have been smart. But also, honestly, I'm... I, if, I... I've backed off my take in terms of, like, feeling that the theater is the only important, rev- like, way to see a movie. I don't think that's 100% true. I think it's the best way to see a movie, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's, like, a way to appreciate, because I saw Ma Rainey's Black Bottom at home. I saw The Five Bloods. I've seen all these, like, Netflix originals that are highly acclaimed, mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed them on my TV, and I think a lot of the time, sometimes I, like... I've kind of, it's felt more personal to watch them at home. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I do agree, like, seeing something like Black Widow at home, and even, like, Wonder Woman 1984, seeing it at home was cool, but, like, probably would have been awesome to see it in, like, a Dolby theater. Yeah, definitely would have enhanced the experience. Yeah, and, like, I do, I do kind of want them to give us the option like they're doing. I don't know the logistics of, of revenue and, like, them making money, if that's going to be feasible, but I do like the option, like, if say the theaters were open around here and I had the option, I would have probably went to go see Wonder Woman theaters. Really? I probably wouldn't just because I am scared of No, no, no. Like, 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 like if, if we had the option and there was nothing going on. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like if it was more yeah, so, yeah, like... Yeah, totally. In a normal world, I would go see it. Yeah, and then, like, watch it at home again. Like, have the option to be able to do that and yeah. then, like, them have, like, a limited gap of time like they're having now. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I thought that's what they were going to do with Black Widow. I thought it was going to be, like, you can pay $50 yeah. to see it at home or you can go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I... I guess no. Like we're not. That's... Yeah. I guess we'll uh, we'll see if they can stick to this new plan. I mean, I think they're going to. It's kind of I... funny that like Black Widow so clearly does not affect the other shows. Like I thought it would have somehow played into like maybe Falcon Winter Soldier, but now they've reshuffled it and. Unless they just figured out it. like the, a way to to market it so it doesn't. But I feel like I feel like they. But I, yeah, but I mean like the content of the show. Or the no, I mean, of the like, I mean, like, maybe the they, shows. like, maybe they thought it did, and then, like, maybe now they're looking at it, and they're like, oh, we yeah. can probably get around it, maybe, because, you know, um, the MCU has done some retconning of their timelines before. Yeah, actually, also, I know Insider Baseball, or Inside Baseball, whatever they call it, uh, they did do rewrites. I knew that we, like, oh, fuck, I might not be able to say this. <laughs> yeah, keep this to yourself. We'll, we'll say this off air. All right. Uh, this is, this is, this is Insider But I, I'm pretty sure that the current version or the version that we'll see will play out in a like a chronological way that makes sense and okay. black widow won't affect all right wandavision and falcon winter soldier so yeah horrible take on your part uh really <laughs> thinking that marvel was going to succeed this I year i know what an idiot yeah but after, also after 10 straight but years of crushing personally 
or not 11 yeah i kind of enjoy the gap we have between endgame and, and like spider-man yeah and something it does else. Like, it, it does like, give it some time to breathe yeah, and it's like, kind of like finale settle. it felt like a season like a season finale yeah or series finale almost i mean for some of those guys dunzo they ain't coming back that's what we think it's true you never uh, know what these people are the iron heart series maybe iron hard yeah i are hard uh mm, i don't think it works all right scrap it Let's, delete uh, the episode fuck all, all right, right moving on that was our um, that was our bad takes though any yes. you got any other bad takes or not you good um i just need to take my ipad to charge this episode is sponsored by green m&ms no i said it's not i mean it i'm not getting paid but our sponsor this week is bear claws and I don't mean the pastry, and I do not mean the back scratcher company. Just literal claws on a bear. Uh, they scratch you up real good, shred you apart. So effective. I my buddy's got one. It works great. All right, you know um, you're babbling on. You're getting nowhere. No, that's I'm reading off a script. That was the ad they made me say. I'm sorry. They don't have bear school in the woods. All right. They are self-taught letter we, writers. Why don't we jump into the main topic? Sorry, copywriters. Yes, you were right. saying. Okay, so this week's movie is um, the new superhero DC adventure. That's what it is. Citizens of the world. I'm here to change your life. Anything you want. Anything you dream of, you can have it. Diana, look at you. It's like now one day has passed. I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator. You've always had everything, while people like me have had nothing. Well, now it's my turn. Get used to it. I've never been one for rules. The answer is always more. The way I fly, they will never find us. I forgot to tell you. What? Radar. Will they will they shoot at us? Wonder Woman 1984, directed by Patty Jenkins, starring Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Pedro Pascal, Kristen Wiig, and... Uh, that little boy. What, the dummies? No, the son. You know who I'm talking about, right? The dummies? Yeah, when when she saves the... When, oh, the, those <laughs> those children who were not real children? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. the it's like the American Sniper baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right. They can't get good quality babies in desert setting movies <laughs> um, yeah that's yeah that's a good line to draw or connection to draw so this movie obviously is currently in theaters for anywhere that's allowing theaters to be open and also new zealand avail- available everywhere and australia yep and also some states in the usa oh shit right like florida <laughs> yeah, uh 
and available on, everywhere on HBO Max. Uh, everywhere in the USA, because other countries don't have HBO Max yet. Yeah. But uh, this has been a weird week. Wait, can I quick? Would you rather have HBO Max or Universal Healthcare? Because it seems like those are the two options in the world. This is a real pause that we did not put in dead air. I, I do like that Harley Quinn show. Oh, that show's fire! <laughs> yeah, no, I'd rather, good choice, good I'd choice, rather good have choice. Universal Healthcare. Dump it, cut the episode's over. <laughs> All right. So, it's been a weird week in terms of this, the reception of this movie, the way this movie's been, the rollout. Um, there's a lot of implications that we're kind of going to go over, I think, from you and I. There's some thoughts that I've had about this movie going directly to streaming and what it means. Mm-hmm. And But, uh, firstly, last week, and maybe, no, like two weeks ago, whenever the reviews started to come out, this movie had like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was coming in hot. It was right around where the mm-hmm. other one started. Or the original Wonder Woman. Everyone was like, you know, it's better than the first one. This movie, good for Patty Jenkins. A lot of fun. And it was all the bullshit that we hear every single time a big epic movie comes out. Everyone said The Rise of Skywalker was the fucking Godfather. And then we know how that turned out. It was The Godfather 2. Godfather 2 is the better one. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We know. That was my worst take of 2019. When I first got out of the theater, I liked Rise of Skywalker. And so, then I sat so, with it for the rest so of the day. So did I. These things happen. And I saw it twice in theaters. Oh, but okay. That is unforgivable. Moving on. Uh, Mandalorian's good. But yeah, that's <laughs> a show, man. They really cook. Like, that's good. I like Hot Take. I like it. I like that show. Yeah, no one else has ever thought that before. Everyone thinks it's... I know, it's pretty polarizing. <laughs> the uh... Baby Yaddo. Uh, all right. So yeah, ninety yeah, percent Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, reactions are pretty good. Um, I take them with an ounce of skepticism, but usually, like, from what I was reading, was it was like it's a fun movie. Uh, it it feels nice to escape, have a good escapism, escapism. Right? It's, it's good to have a good escapism. That's the word, right? Yeah. Escapism. But adventure. I mean, sure. Oh, oh, okay. Escapism yeah. adventure. My uh, it's. And just, like, this is the movie that we kind of need right now to kind of, like, take us away from the way the world is. And I was like, all right, I'm excited. Uh, And then, I'm sorry I keep interrupting you and talking shit. Yeah. All right. And then that Friday, Christmas Day came out. Actually, it was more like Christmas Eve, the day before when the movie started to, like, roll out for most people. is my drag queen name. (laughs) No, No lie, if I ever do drag, that would be my name. Christmas Day. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Bond girl, Christmas Jones. Yeah. Played by... Uh, Ursula Andress. No, fucking... Halle Berry. There's, that, there's no other Bond girl. The hell's her name? Um, Dame Judi Dench. No, she's the girl from... She's the, the wife from Blue Mountain State of the Coach. Oh, uh, not Carrie Russell. Um, Deborah... It's not Deborah. Messing? Not Deborah Messing. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm close. Denise Richards. See, I was close. All right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Christmas Jones. This movie started to roll out, and it was starting to get uh, reactions like people saying, like, Wowie, zowie. that Wonder Woman movie is not very well written. And I was like, all right, everyone has that occasionally. It's kind of a goofy superhero movie. This mm. movie is the worst movie ever made. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then it started to come out like this movie is 
Uh, people started to make it seem like it was like sacrilege to mm -hmm. even like this movie. They were telling you like you were stupid if you liked it, and, like yeah. it's a bad movie. And you and I were kind of just like we're gonna roll up with our own opinion. And uh, this is, I think, our hot take of 2020. Apparently, is yeah, that maybe we, it'll be our worst take of 2020? Yeah, we have uh, we both year. we uh, both really enjoyed this yeah, movie. Yeah, I liked um, it a lot. Don't think it's perfect. Uh, I do have a couple issues with it in terms of like some implications involving the lead actress. Uh, yeah. There's a couple issues, but for the most part... There's a, a, like a countries and doing... Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. I don't know anything about it. We'll get into that in a minute, but I'm just saying that like in terms of a fun adventure superhero movie, um, I think it's another DC hit for me personally. Uh, obviously, not critically for some weird reason, but... Uh, audience wise and like viewership and people seeing it it was a hit well i yeah. i feel like it's the opposite isn't it more that like twitter and reddit are the ones who don't like it and man's got like a 64 it? oh it's gone down yeah so. it lost its certified fresh rating Brutal. i didn't even know you could like that, lose that it. must be so painful i have to rip that off the poster no they they uh i saw something that they like ran with it for five days of oh, like shit. like this movie certified fresh on like commercials and then yeah. they pulled all the commercials when it That's lost brutal. it um but yeah i mean wonder woman 3 is greenlit pretty like literally the morning after that this came out yeah. so i think like half a million people on hbo max that pay for the service not through their cable watched it only I, half a million like people only who pay for the service oh, oh like gotcha. like like and then like yeah. include so and then there was also um i think this year a story came out today that like wonder woman 1984 was the most watched streaming movie of the year yeah like that makes like, sense. like it just beat out hamilton mm -hmm. so uh yeah i mean so i i i enjoyed the movie i thought it was fun um i still think the first one's better i i think this i think this is respectful to the characters i like the goofy tone i think it fits in mm -hmm. terms of like a richard donner superman it was yeah. kind of campy but again no, the first a one good was comparison campy. i think it's very similar to the richard donner superman and it's fun which i recently saw yeah good movie yeah. um it's, i enjoyed it it's fun uh it's funny because patty jenkins said that that's the movie that May, got her into wanting to pursue a film career was richard donner superman right. so obviously it makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. um Fun fact, this was not, this one was written by Patty Jenkins, mm -hmm. first one was not, it was actually developed by Michelle McLaren, the director, and she oh, left right, right and I right, found out right. she left right before filming started, mm -hmm. so like, Patty Jenkins kind of came in, like, not at 11th hour, yeah. but like, she came in kind of at like, kind of the, tour enough that it was like, the movie was pretty much good to go, and she came in as a director for hire, yeah. and now she's kind of solidified as like, the Wonder Woman lady. Yeah, definitely. She's, at the very least, gonna be an EP on every Wonder Woman property. Well, she's the, yeah, well, she's, if, as long as Wonder Woman 3 goes through, which... I don't see why it wouldn't yeah, with I'd her. I imagine she'll direct it again. She, I mean, she's attached. She, she right? is attached. Yeah, so that she's the first female director to get her own trilogy. That is very impressive. Hats uh, off to her. So maybe, fuck you if you don't it, like this movie. Yeah. yeah End of the show. Um, Never listen again. Uh, all right. Um, do you want to talk about what we liked about it, or do you want to talk about the the issue? The, the one implication we have, or should we just go into, like, should we start positive? Yeah, uh, I think we should put a disclaimer, you know, just, like, we're aware that, uh, that's a, uh, a subject that she has some unusual opinions on. 
I think. All right. If anyone, uh, I don't right. know how to word it properly. So all right. We're just gonna. I'm not an expert. I'm not gonna make. A we're comment. just. I don't know what I'm talking we're about. We're just gonna say real quick. Gal Gadot, the star of Wonder Woman, is uh, from Israel, and Israel and uh, the country Palestine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some issues. Yeah. Uh, and Gal Gadot has kind of been in favor of Israel, and it's got a little problematic. And there's some issues involving um, a certain a certain way that Maxwell Lord, the villain played by Pedro Pascal, this whole element of him once he becomes kind of like the Grandmaster of Wishes with the Magic Stone. That he gets um, the monkey paw, monkey's paw, yes, monkey's paw, bear paw. Bear but, claw, uh, not related to the bear claw. Bear claw is a sponsor, <laughs> and they are good people. He, I mean uh, bears. Um, he offers a. What, what was he Egyptian? He was Egyptian, right? I believe it took place in Egypt. Yeah, it was an Egyptian. There was he, that show in Egyptian. Egyptian. Who was, uh, it? Who cut, was that, the, cut this part while, while we're figuring it out. Who was the character though? Do we remember? Was it he... was the dude with the. But was he? Thing in the was, he was he a ter- was was it implied? He was an oil baron, but then he yeah. sold all his oil futures to just like rule the country. All right, so essentially, it's about him like wanting to steal the land back from the people who live there, and how like he wants them to go because they're essentially a bunch of like terrible people in his eyes because they don't belong to the land, and it it feels very it, it, the implication of that versus like Gal Gadot's views and the way like did she produce it too? Did she have any impact on the story? I mean, obviously, not I don't know creatively, but I just know she's a EP and a producer, okay. and I mean, here's the other thing is like. The, the whole Middle Eastern d- archetype, like, kind of cliche, like, that yeah. was a thing in the 80s, and I don't know, I don't, that's yeah. not something that I would say, like, was good, but I would say, like, it, it's, it, if there's a chance that it wasn't targeted like that, and it could have possibly been, yeah. that they were like... trying to fit into, like, this, like, weird, like, oh, this is just how goofy 80s villains were, and, like... Yeah, it felt like... Maxwell Lord was a very stereotypical like '80s villain, like the big business guy or whatever. So it he was felt Michael like Douglas were, from Wall Street. Yeah, they were because that's when he was created. Archi- it was in 1980. Yeah. They were trying to do that archetype, mixed with like a Trumpian. Yeah, and yeah, he definitely had Trump ass. But like, like, but he didn't. Like, he didn't totally like. No, he was '80s Trump. Yeah, he was like. It wasn't, but it, it wasn't like a commentary on it. He like they didn't. I didn't really see a firm stance. Well, here's the other thing too is that this movie, this movie, movie was supposed, to this movie thing. was supposed to come out in March, and how would we have viewed it in March when we didn't know that he had lost the election? Yeah, that's, that's something that I've thought about. Was like, how would we have viewed that archetype versus like, because they make Maxwell Lord to be not a bad guy. He's a troublesome antagonist who happens to be like oh he's a father who just wants to try to do right by his kid and he kind of gets carried away yeah he's just Don't a very, oh shit you can it, probably hear that yeah he's just a yeah he's just a very sad guy like I don't feel like sorry for him, and he does bad shit. But so like, that's the thing that was he's like, kind of pathetic. Would we have when we saw this in March? If it had come out, would we have viewed it more so like fuck this guy because we're yeah so, yeah because Trump is pathetic now the way he's like crying his ass off. But fuck that guy. When I'm also sorry. When I'm off also topic. what I'm also kind of getting at is like how would we have viewed this versus now when it came out in March? Like would we have been a little bit more like oh my god, it's a it's a good commentary on that versus like everyone's like fuck this it's cheesy and campy yeah. I, I don't i don't see that's the thing i don't know like 
Because this movie, it, it kind of feels weirdly, like, outdated in a way. It, yeah, it feels pre-COVID in its, like, optimism almost. That I which that is why like I'm, such a dumb sentence. No, which is why I'm that. trying to start to think, like, why people are receiving this movie in a way. Like, people are just not optimistic anymore about anything. And I'm, I'm wondering if, like, optimism in terms of seeing it in a movie like this. That's something that I appreciate about this movie is that it made me feel hopeful and, like, just happy yeah like and then something like like there's a lot of just i don't know i feel like people have gotten so outwardly pessimistic yeah that like it's hard to receive something like this that's very like happy yeah i will say it is hilarious that we are two white dudes on a podcast talking about like geopolitics and the implications of a blockbuster it's like no, it is, and also I'm going. We're to... not the we're not the people to be doing this. Yeah, discussion. I actually don't. Have I have no comment. Yeah, I don't understand. The, the thing situation. I'll say is that where I can see re- agreeing with certain people about like, oh, are there issues with the movie? I feel like we said we were going to be positive and talk about the movie, and then we like just kind of went into, but you know, we'll I get know, into fifteen wh- minutes of talking about. We'll this get into what we liked right after this, but what I'll say is that the thing that I agree with people is one did not need to be 153 minutes. way too long probably could have been like 125 and it would have been a perfect amount of time two it's definitely got sequelitis of being overstuffed like yeah like i enjoyed i don't think we really needed cheetah i mean i enjoyed i enjoyed the character of barbara minerva yeah i think if you were going to do something you're gonna say oh well Cheetah's coming in the next one. Yeah. Maybe she gets her powers at the end, or like maybe it's starting to hint like, oh, Cheetah's coming. Mm-hmm. Not like it felt like at the end of it felt a little Amazing Spider-Man two-ish. Yeah, totally. When like Green Goblin showed up at the end, and it was just like, oh look, it's the Green Goblin. They're gonna fight, and then you're just like, why the fuck is he here? Like, shouldn't he be in Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man three? Yeah. Like, uh, and yeah. and also apparently now they're point. saying like Cheetah might come back because uh, she like might have her powers and have okay. the ability to change into a the cheetah and human back and forth like she didn't renounce her wish if you watch oh interesting so but um yeah i don't know i'm just i i think and i'll also agree the last thing and then we'll get into like actual positive shit what we liked about it but uh (laughs) i think geopolitically when the movie tries to kind of seem like it's taking a stance on some some type of political message that's where it falters a little bit I think when it just kind of tries to be an adventure-y, fun, goofy mm-hmm. movie, that's when it's kind of... I, oh, we should totally do an episode with the goofy movie. Yeah, that's same tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right. Like, the... Um, there are moments where it's like, eh, it's a little heavy-handed. Yeah, and it, and it felt like it was almost like too... Like, for a movie that's kind of over-the-top and campy... Yeah. It felt a little cartoonish about the whole like Middle Eastern, yeah, uh, oil baron villain, and it just felt like they were kind of. I was yeah. like, oh wow. I did like the scene in Egypt, the the truck part, like when there were the action sequence with the trucks. Yeah, that and was she has hype. to save the dummy kids. Yeah, but uh, I like the whole like. I like the whole action scene. I thought it was well filmed and well. I thought the CGI yeah, looked good. I, and I thought it had like an interesting color palette that most DC movies haven't had. You know what? The one thing I'll say is I don't think it fell into that. And I don't want to say this. You know what? Never mind. 
It's just uh, I I like damn, that. I like yeah I like that whole uh, I like that whole scene. But all right, now we'll kind of segue into stuff that we yeah. enjoyed. Smooth like butter. Yeah. That segue. All right. Was. First, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Still, I think perfect yeah. casting. Like I don't. She is Wonder Woman yeah. to me. I think she's um, awesome. Chris Pine, best part of the movie in my opinion, because he's my fucking, he's my favorite, one of my favorite actors. He's my favorite Hollywood Chris. Oh, that's he, a hot take. Most people don't pick him, but he, I respect it. He, uh, I thought him being back. I thought the way he was brought back at first was weird. Yeah. Um, I was, I did not understand. It now first. I kind of get it. Yeah. It's um, because if you're viewing it through Diana's eyes. Then, yeah, okay, she only sees Chris Pines, uh, Steve Trevor, instead of the new guy who's transported into her body, which, like, <laughs> the thing I said to you was the whole implication of, like, them fucking. Yeah. But then it being this up. other guy, yeah. like, low-key rapey vibes. Yeah, a little bit not Because, like, I at say. the end of the movie, we see her and him kind of meet each other again, mm -hmm. and she just doesn't tell him, like, hey, you were not you for a while, and I sat on your dick a couple times, yeah. but like it's okay because it wasn't you. You were kind of asleep. Not really good. Not not a not 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 a great. Yeah. Not a, so not... it was his body. Like everyone saw him except for her. It was more so. She saw Steve. Yeah, it was more so like that whole like, um, when you're like that whole like I'm in love with that person and like I still see them. I yeah. I'm the only one who sees them and yeah. like I see them for who they are. Like it was essentially her. Yeah, I've heard about love. Um, yeah, you would you wouldn't know. Um, it's a new concept, but they. Uh, it's so complicated. It's uh, like math. So what? Uh, what happens is, um, I enjoy Chris Pine back, and I think it fits because she eventually that's like how she learns how to fly yeah. is by having to say goodbye to him, and then she become and then he teaches opportunity. He there. teaches her how to fly. Yeah, missed but missed opportunity. What? They should have used the song Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. Did it come out in the 80s? Uh, none of the songs in the movie did because there was no... 80s there music. was not a single needle drop moment. Yeah, no, that was the disappointing part for being an 80s movie. I wanted some Prince. Boom. <coughs> yeah, a little Raspberry Beret. Um, and then the other thing... And to my eyes, Johnson. But here's what I'll say about the Chris Pine thing is like, he's great. Glad he was back. Comes back in the third one. Then it feels contractually obligated, and then it just feels like like he's just there. Yeah, unless if he's there like literally in person, and it's not just through flashbacks. I mean, then you're pulling Patty. Yeah, then you're pulling on some threads that don't make any yeah. that, that that don't uh, make any yeah. logistical unless story it, sense. Like, so, the movie somehow takes place in the past again. I don't know. I, I think know I did see could. early. I think I saw earlier in, in an article that um, they're gonna mush it mush it they're gonna push it to uh present day that's good because we have seen more of wonder woman in the past well we the reason in, like, that they're doing the that that from what I, how i'm viewing it is that justice league like it would have to the timeline has to line up so now that Zack snyder's justice league is coming out and apparently yes. that's how Apparently, like Patty Jenkins said in an interview a little a couple weeks ago, none of us view that the actual cut of Justice League is canon. We view Zach's. Oh, okay. so That's I'm thinking that like after the Justice the um, Zack Snyder Justice League cut comes out, 
they can move it to present day because then it'll be established that like Wonder Woman has defeated Steppenwolf. Unless he completely changes the ending and then they all die. That would be interesting. It'd be kind of funny if like he's just like, I'm just going to kill your Justice League now. <laughs> you fucking ruined my movie. Um, stop that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know if it would pick it up. It, it was. Chewing a little M&M. But. Guess what color it was. The, uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, I thought the cast was good. I thought Kristen Wiig, uh, was good in the movie. We kind of said though, I thought she was great up until she kind of becomes Cheetah. Yeah. She was a very good Barbara and Minerva. I don't think it's like, I don't think she was bad as Cheetah. I just felt like it was shoehorned in like Cheetah coming in. Yeah. Cheetah didn't quite fit. I mean, fun action sequence, no doubt. No, I thought that I story wise, I thought the third, I thought the third act action sequence this time was stronger yeah. than the Ares fight in the last yeah, one. Yeah, definitely would get like the most improved award at the team banquet. That would be the third act action sequence. Yeah, because um, it's not just some random Pedro, CGI battle. Yeah. Pedro Pascal, uh, I thought he was awesome Steak. in the movie. Like he was, he was, dude, he it. was like over the top. Given yeah. it at all. Yeah, just, that dude was pushing 110%. Yeah. No breaks. It was awesome. Um, I thought he was great. Cast was great. Uh, action was a little limited. There wasn't as much action in the movie. I thought there was Yeah, there were only a couple of set pieces. Yeah, um, I liked the mall sequence. I thought that was kind of cute and fun. Yeah, and, very fun. Uh, when she winks at the little girl. Yeah, it yeah. felt like, I don't know how much of like the original show you watched. But like it felt like the kind of hijinks she would stop in that kind of show. The like the the um the, the Linda Carter one. Yeah, like the old show. Yeah, yeah no, also I watched shout it out Linda Carter. Yeah, Linda Carter shows up again. Um, that's honestly one of my qualms is that I wish Linda Carter was in the movie more. Just yeah. it's not like a bad thing. It's just like I wish like it was established that like she was in the movie. And maybe Diana met her and like that was something like I would love to see her show up in like un like a later Justice League. Or, yeah, or, like. Maybe Justice League Dark or something. They gotta mm -hmm. recruit like the ancient gods and shit. Um, that would have been something that would have been cool if like she was the one who gave her the armor. Like yeah. they like made like yeah. It would be cool if there was like a moment between them. Yeah, like because uh, Diana was losing her powers. It would have been cool if mm -hmm. that was. But um, yeah, and the action was good for the little action we got. Uh, I thought the story was like for the most part. Uh, here's the thing, and we're probably gonna start to lean into all the crazy criticisms and like how we feel about the criticisms and then i'll get into the implications a little bit and then we can kind of go i thought we already there. did that no like the implications of like it being on streaming oh oh okay, okay. I meant, like, no 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 um okay uh so the big MacGuffin in the movie is this magic stone literally it's just called a magic stone Mm -hmm. um and everyone apparently has a problem with the fact that there's just this magic stone not everyone I don't have a problem, and my parents well, didn't have well, a problem with well, it. Well, we don't, but, like, the internet apparently has this issue with, like, there being one magic stone when in Infinity War there were six. Yeah, and, like, to the internet, you're not even a person. You're, like, a connection of wires, you know. Or did you mean, um, like, people on? Yeah, people on the internet. Never mind. I'm cutting this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so everyone had an issue, suppose like people on the internet, mm -hmm. and I, and they were like, "Oh, it's goofy that it's a stone and it's lazy and like, mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty fucking lazy that yeah. Thanos could just snap his way back." Yeah, guess what? Marvel named the first twenty-something movies in their franchise about 
Infinity Stones, dog. Yeah. Um, and it's just I, that one like kind of pissed me off. I thought it was so dumb. What that like that criticism? Yeah, that it's lazy. It's yeah. not lazy. Like also, here's the thing, and we we read an article today. If you've noticed anything about the past eight months or twelve months or however long this fucking crazy hell dream was with this pandemic, when people mm-hmm. think for themselves and are selfish, bad shit happens. And like people having the ability to all make wishes, it essentially fucks up the entire world. And yeah. that's what the and that I thought wasn't lazy. I thought it was almost like, oh shit, this is what happens. And also, it can create all these elements for future dc movies and essentially like maybe there's villains that be created maybe like mm-hmm. these are adventures that happens like someone wished to be do this someone wished that mm-hmm. i think it creates a lot of i think it creates a lot of potential and also like every one of these movies is kind of stupid with their like oh this is a magic stone oh there's a beam in the sky oh there's crazy shit happening like shout out this movie no beam in the sky no there was at the end potentially oh, it was shit, a yellow really? beam that he was standing in but oh, <laughs> i didn't even notice <laughs> but <laughs> i don't care that's the thing it's like it doesn't matter to me because like you know what you're gonna get with these movies i don't understand the criticisms that happen where like everyone seems to complain about something that happened five movies prior to this yeah this movie's not perfect to me, mm-hmm. but I do think that it was an enjoyable movie, and I I'm hoping that like when it's kind of removed, same with Tenant. Yeah, I'm hoping it's kind of like gets a little removed from this pandemic, and like it's not viewed in this like oh this is the first big blockbuster we got on streaming yeah. like really big, and this is what we got, and mm-hmm. now I'm gonna get into why I think that it's kind of scary that like movies have this ability. So when you go to the movies, what's the one thing they tell you to do? When Popcorn. You... No, like the thing they tell you to be courteous about around others. Oh, listen to the Eminem lady. No phone. Exactly. When you're at home, being able to cr- get a $250 million movie in your home right away, and you can just sit on your phone and t- live tweet it, the reactions are not as delayed from an opening weekend of something in theaters. So essentially it helps the marketing team of the movie navigate the bad reception if say it's bad this is like constant there's people who haven't even seen the movie yet who are jumping into this yeah and there's people who haven't even or bothered like i'm not gonna watch wonder woman waste my two hours because now it's not an investment of money to cause people to go see it it's an investment of time well it, it, it still is well it is but like People don't view the streaming services as like a waste of money because it's like, oh, it just so happens I can turn this off and go start something else. Yeah, it's not real money because you didn't go anywhere. Exactly. You just pressed the button. Exactly. Where like you invested probably more than $12 for a movie ticket. You bought popcorn for another 10 You bought a soda for another 10 you M&M's. Bought M&M's for another 20 I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'd pay a million dollars for the green one. Exactly. Um, and... So the implication. We can make, like, we can make our our logo like the green M and M. Can you stop with the green M and M? I'm trying to. I'm trying to be serious right now about the the Go ahead. the implication of our of our future of our film industry. Film. Film. Film up. Um. Yeah, people having the ability to basically live tweet five minutes after they finish a movie and say like this movie sucks. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. People not wasting their time in quotes to go see. To go sit down and watch this movie, then joining in on the bashing of a movie, which 
Yeah. Seems like, like one... people could be reading tweets while they're watch tweets about the movie while they're watching and it's forming their opinion. Exactly. And then and then they're like instead of them kind of embracing like a goofy element like the stone and kind of being like that's fun they'll see someone tweet something snarky and memey about like mm-hmm. oh this is stupid and then all of a sudden all of a sudden it's their minds going from you know that's kind of a silly element but i dig it to this is dumb and i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna try to get likes on my tweet by bashing this pop culture thing pop criticism to me has kind of just become some pop culture some popular thing whether it be a marvel movie a dc movie a blockbuster like tenet something something along the lines of a a big media even like the last of us two earlier in the year got that same treatment Mm -hmm. where where think where something maybe it's controversial because you know it's ambitious or it does it does something with the story or maybe it's not as well made as it could be or you know it doesn't doesn't do what fans wanted it to do same with like the last jedi mm-hmm. and it all of a sudden turns into this like fan bashing and fan like jabbing and like it's it's fun to jab things it's fun to make fun of stuff sometimes mm-hmm. but it's not it's almost like ill-willed at this point and it's almost turned into like apparently Patty Jenkins and like Gal Gadot and like everyone are getting death threats for like people and saying like you know this is terrible That's what fucked. you've done and um I'm not going to I don't want to be that person but like if this was a guy who made Wonder Woman 1984 this yeah, you would not be that person go off Ken be that person No it wouldn't it wouldn't be happening Yeah because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a guy like yeah, it's it w- not nearly as visceral reaction for like well no they would be pointing out like oh well it was you know that i like this this and this this didn't really work but that's Mm -hmm. okay it's more so they're 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 kind of nitpicking and pulling things that didn't work and amplifying it instead of saying like that was a fun two and a half hours it was flawed but it was enjoyable and it was a fun adventure and it wasn't you know i don't think it was a bad movie it just wasn't the best superhero movie ever made no it's all of a sudden like oh that's cheesy and silly and fun and stupid well like well, they don't, i think they're saying fun well it's, they're being it's mean. yeah well well no they're saying it's like it needs to be more serious and take itself seriously mm-hmm. and like a year or two ago shazam did the same thing this movie did Shazam's and that has fire. like a 94 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah wonder woman one has a 93 percent on rotten tomatoes and it does the same thing this movie yeah. does i do think I wonder know. woman one's like, a little rotten tomatoes honestly like but no, crit like like um, reception wise, not even Rotten Tomatoes. Just like re- I'm just pulling like the reaction yeah. more yeah, so. No, I don't, like the, like it. I don't like putting a number on a movie like that. I well, yeah, but I'm just like trying to like put it into like so people who are listening can kind of figure out like what we mean. But yeah, I I just think that it's like it feels like every single month it's more so instead of like objectively looking at something that is. Okay, this movie um, kind of feels like when we got that movie. So it kind of feels like when Wonder Woman 1 came out. Um, the third act is kind of where it kind of falters a little bit, but the first two acts are pretty fun. It's a little overlong, but it was a fun adventure. Yeah. But it feels like every month, it's depending upon how people are feeling and they're not objectively looking at something. And I know that like movies, people's reactions change when like you feel a certain way that day. Like If I'm miserable... And I watch something, I might not yeah. enjoy it as much as say, like if I'm in a really good mood, I'm able. What to... happened um, when I watched Dave for the first exactly. time? Exactly, but like at the same time, it just feels like there's just 
unnecessary like pop cult like it just feels like ribbing like it just feels like it's not yeah not people love the shit on stuff i mean yeah like but then the other things are a huge part of uh like culture now yeah. and they're in large majority like kind of shitting on something just like fine like whatever do whatever you want but now here's the other end that i'm that i think too is it's okay if you don't like something, and yes, you can rip it apart if you want. It's when you're getting pulled into, like, you're pulling other people who, like, us. Where I haven't had this experience, but, like, we enjoyed this movie. But I've noticed, like, anyone who's, like, if you liked Wonder Woman, you're an idiot. And it's yeah, just, like, some, it's, like... Yeah, some that's, are so stupid like Yeah, that. that, to me, is wrong, because it's, like... Uh, I'm sorry that you weren't able to enjoy this movie, and, like, that's to- totally fine. But... To, to go after people who were able to enjoy this movie, like, some people maybe, like, and I'm kind of contradicting myself right now, but, like, maybe, like, that article we read earlier where, like, that guy discussed, like, his mother's in the hospital battling COVID and he was able to watch Wonder Woman 1984 and he got a visceral reaction to it because yeah. of his own personal experience or, like, you know, I've seen movies before where my reaction was kind of based upon what's going on in my life um i saw rocket man at a time when i was really depressed and it made me real happy and now like i love that movie and it's more so like i think that's a great movie but that holds a place in my heart because that got me through a tough time it's just like i don't know dude i I, we're not even really like discussing the movie we're kind of just going off on like fan culture it's yeah it's more of a, a broad discussion about or what like needs to be had is like the way people interact. Yeah, I think meme culture movies. and social media have kind of, and this is going to make me sound really old, but have ruined movies a little. Yeah. I Although think, it is kind of fun when you watch, like, Spider-Man and you see, oh, this is a meme moment. But, like, I am I think just, like, there's obviously, and with anything, there's pros and cons, but I do think that it has hindered people's ability to kind of just enjoy something. And there's also, that's, the other thing is, like, yeah, um... People kind of intaking content at a quicker pace, having it right in front of them, it doesn't allow them to kind of sit on something when they mm-hmm. can go see it in theaters and kind of like, you know, it's been a couple days and they're still like with it. It's just like, oh, I watched this on Netflix. It was good. And now I can go watch this yeah. on Netflix. Like, I think the theater experience adds a lot to it. Yeah. But also like, again, I really want the choice to be able to kind of choose whether or not I can go see it because I think that it is beneficial to people who mm-hmm. don't really want to go to the movies like i don't blame people for not wanting to go like it's i'm not yeah, wanting there's to... plenty of places to go lots of things to do yeah um we can go to the mall so basically my my opinion on the fan culture right now of what's going on with wonder woman is that it's okay that this movie weirdly is um polarizing i don't understand because it's not to me a movie that feels like it should be polarizing it feels mm-hmm. like it should be pretty cut and dry like that was a fun movie like how aquaman was just like it wasn't the best movie ever it was kind of campy but it was an enjoyable fun adventure yeah like, that's jason what the, momoa whew, yeah that's what this should feel like though that's what this movie did feel like it felt like yeah. more like wonder woman's kind of or yeah i like, thought aquaman and and wonder 84 woman. were like similar yeah that goofy weird kind of like kind of removed from the whole dceu like war like it felt very standard on yeah. its own um but uh the one part I do want to highlight is um the part where Steve 
uh is learning for the first time like kind of about the 80s like all the whole the whole like learning about flying learning about how the world's kind of changed and like his sense of wonder Mm -hmm. it was such a fun mirror to uh the sequence in the first one exactly and it was really and like chris pine plays it real well and it was really enjoyable like the whole like he gets in a jet where like wonder woman might actually have jacked a jet from the u.s on the uh air force that's a whole thing that she does but uh real hot girl shit but um just them flying through that really like beautiful sequence of uh, the fireworks going off and just like the invisible jet happening was yeah, really cool. I love that. That moment. to me was that to me would have been a moment where in theaters I feel like it would have benefited to hear everyone start freaking yeah, out. Yeah, totally. Because that's like that's a big like, it's Wonder Woman, baby. Yeah. Um, and it's look, like a fun way to do like a, such a silly concept. Yeah. For the character, I mean like, that to me is a fan service moment done right. Yeah. But also like it advances the story because she learns like, yeah. and I'm hoping that that becomes a thing. Yeah, when... she becomes more comfortable in like flying. Uh, yeah. And then eventually flies. Yeah, and then the flying sequence where she learns to fly was very well done. Like her having to leave Steve was actually like, I felt emotion. Yeah. Like that I started was a real. Uh, they pulled on the heartstrings in that one. Yeah, I started to feel myself get a little, little, yeah. uh, little gutted, a little teared up. When and she said, "I'll never love again." That reminded me of, like, uh, A Star is Born, you know? Another movie. That one, one, I Love will it. say, The Star is Born hit me a little harder. Uh, that shit hurted. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I guess we kind of, you know, we went into Wonder Woman a little bit. We went into how we feel. We both really enjoyed it. Uh, there's been a lot of crazy polarizing reactions mm, from yes. people. I don't completely understand like I think we should all be nice to each other i get people not liking a movie it's completely fine i always uh art is subjective and everyone should have their own opinion about something yeah but the, if you don't disagree with me or if you don't agree with me like yeah you're my it, friend yeah but the ribbing of other people the weird like something that bothers me is just when people haven't seen something and they feel the need to be like it sucks like yeah. and they just have to tell like you know it's dumb and it's stupid and, like yeah, they don't people have like crusty feet yeah, and like unwiped ass. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, I don't have either of those things. I don't wipe my ass, but it's like Whoa, a, a, a hot take. But the uh, uh, let's wrap up Wonder Woman 1984 with. Wrapped. Do you Science want to? say something that like your favorite part or you're like yeah. how we kind of usually do it um i mean i said mine that was the that was the um flying sequence yeah the the like jet flying sequence and the whole invisible yeah. jet that was to me the best yeah, part that, that's a good good choice also how did you feel uh, before really... you jump in how did you feel about the opening the the first like her in themiscara that was cool Appar- I... they were said one warner bros wanted to cut that or they wanted to cut the mall sequence i would cut that over the mall sequence just because we're already kind of aware of her background, and I think you could have established. I think it was just. A cool, I think it was literally just an excuse for them to shoot it in IMAX. Yeah, like I think it was just Patty Jenkins wanting to use an IMAX camera. Yeah, and you know what? More power to her. No, that I, I, it was I a sick sequence. No, the sequence was visually it was stunning. A great way to start. I just think if you're gonna start the movie where like it fits in more so thematically. Mm-hmm. the mall would have been where you start the movie kind of like because it feels yeah, like that's... it sort of felt like it had two beginnings yeah and that's why the movie felt like it was yeah. overstuffed and long they i think it would have been better off using that uh the themiscira sequence as like a middle of the pre- movie like a prelude almost or a prologue i mean like the way they did with the dark knight rises they had like the first 10 minutes or whatever came out beforehand um 
And that would have, I think that would have been like, you could have basically used it as a trailer almost. You know how they mm-hmm. do like clips like that? Like yeah. extended, exclusive sneak peek, whatever. But then would they have cut out it originally in the movie or would they have... That, I, that I don't know. Yeah, what you're the not a marketing genius, I've noticed. Uh, yeah, no, I am, actually. Yeah. Uh, VP of Marketing, Off Kappa Psi, Fall 2016. Uh, Alright, so what's your favorite part? You never got to... Well, yeah, I, I you cut fucking... You off. Well, I know, I know, I know. I'm trying, man. Yeah, I would probably go with Maxwell Lord's, like, breaking down monologue to his son. You mean, like, the part at the end when he gets there and he says, like, I love you and I just want you to... And he's like, I'm not a good man or and, whatever. And then he said, like, and his yeah. son's all like, you don't have to... Or you don't you don't have to try to make me proud of you. I love you. You're yeah. Like, yeah, like that was actually like like Pedro Pascal ate that shit up. He's had a good fucking month. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a good fucking year. Yeah. Times we can be heroes. Thousand. He's another dad. Yeah. He's been the dad of the year. Even just for a day. Um. Yeah. No. Good scene. Uh. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. I think that if you are on the fence about watching it, if you, I mean, I'm pretty sure like everyone has watched it by mm-hmm. now. But if I, you. Yeah. If you're on the fence, you know, you've heard some weird reactions. I think people should watch it just to watch it. I think it's a cool experience to say, like, this is the first big blockbuster we've really got. Like, that's not on Netflix. Um, The first, like, truly meant-for-theaters movie just going straight to streaming. Oh, oh, straight to streaming. Okay, I was going to say Tenet. Yeah. um, Yeah, you're right. And yeah, no, and I just think it's a real fun adventure movie. I think for two, it's it's not for all two and a half hours. I mean, I think you're not gonna be bored. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Um, yeah. pe- people saying it was boring doesn't make sense to me because it's still like fun. Like it's like yeah, goofy. I and, didn't find it boring yeah. at all. And also, like, like if you care about the character of Diana Prince and Steve yeah. Trevor and that whole relationship, they have amazing um, chemistry. How one thing not? I'll say though is it definitely with the overstuffing, it felt like we didn't have as much Steve Trevor and Diana Prince because it focused a lot on Barbara Minerva and yeah. and pa- and uh, Maxwell Lord. The two villain like, thing, which like. It's yeah. weird because you're always like, I want them to flesh the villains out more. So, like, yeah. they did. Yeah. But they also, like, kind of didn't... They, they it's left. tough because, like, when when Steve and Diana are that good together, like, you want to see more. That's why I feel like you kind of, like, you should have probably just cut Cheetah out. Like, you should have, yeah. like, focused it solely on Maxwell yeah. Lord. Yeah. We, we already... We yeah. already... All right. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Go check it out on HBO Max for, until uh, January 24th. And then it's going straight to, I think, like, premium on demand or whatever. Yeah. I I rate it 13 trash cans that are mistaken for art pieces out of 15. Okay. And I would have to say, for me, it's probably a little 10 out of 14 parachute pants. Those are good. Uh, that was a good part. That was actually... I liked I, the whole I, I liked his idea. I wish everyone did parachute all the time. Yeah, and I also liked his look with his, like... And then the dude at the yeah, end... Yeah, Fitz McGee. And then the dude at the end's like, my friends always make fun of me for it. And Diana's like, you look good. And I'm like, dude, you look fucking sick. Yeah, dude, right? you're a stud. You had a scarf. Yeah, like, where do you even get one of those, man? The scarf store, probably. Yeah, there's no way they're open. Um, yeah, all right. So that was Wonder Woman 1984 uh, for... The final segment of our 2020 
episode we oh, are right. going to skip our pitches again sorry and we're gonna Whoops. come we'll try to come back next episode with a new set of pitches i've got some good ones saved up yeah so we're we'll be good to go next week um we're gonna do one of them's uh, for a theme park yeah oh yeah you sent me that it was a good did, one yeah. uh we're gonna go to our most anticipated was it only movies or uh, I was, mine's a TV show, so... I was, okay, so yeah. most anticipated thing in 2021, yes. that's media. Like, most anticipated yeah, media. Yeah, so, because I anticipate, or I am excited for a vaccine, and maybe, like, going to the beach, beach, yeah. in, like, the fall. Yeah, I don't know. in LA, with me. Yes. Uh, but... Have some Long Beach iced teas. The, yeah, most anticipated media thing. Yeah, can I go first on this one? Of course. Um... Uh, Loki, I think that show is going to be sick, because I am never wrong. <laughs> I really don't know what it is I like about it so much. I think just the tone looks super interesting. I mean, it's a... Owen it's, Wilson I mean, going it's a off prison, It means a prison... It's basically like that show Prison Break, but with Loki, but it also it like... It seems like, like it's almost like a spy thriller. It's a, But it's also like a time-traveling, like... Yeah. Loki being put into event major events like DB Cooper. I, I'm so pumped for that because I always wanted to make like, maybe a like D. Loki movie. kills JFK. Like that would actually be really <sighs> That'd cool. Be so sick for him. Yeah, check um, that off the bucket list. Yeah, no. Uh, and Mag and then we loop it back in. Magneto was trying to save him. Remember? Mm-hmm. Tie it all together. But yeah, uh, no, I'm excited for Loki. I'm excited to just get a Marvel show. I mean, I'm excited for WandaVision in a couple uh, weeks. Yo, that's yeah. going to be so good. I know, I'm excited to just have more Marvel content. Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Marvel shill. I love the Marvel. They uh, <laughs> they pay me, hopefully. They pay day. you? <laughs> right now? No. Oh, okay. They pay me in I good, thought you had like in, a settlement in, where they in, hit you with a in car. good content. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we pay them in money. Sweet, sweet dollars. All right, is it my turn? Yeah. All right. So, uh, can I say two things? Say whatever you want. Are man. we doing media? We're doing any media, right? Yeah. Is one of yours going to be a video game? Yeah. Oh, I thought it might be like an iPhone app. But... No. Uh, my first one, we're going to do this on the end for the third time, uh, is No Time to Die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Greatest hits. Keep it coming. Daniel Craig's final outing. Uh, please, God, make this happen. This or year, we can make it a, a holiday tradition every year. Yeah, every year we're still waiting. That Billie Eilish song is getting fucking roasted with boom, no royalties. Boom, 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 uh, boom, and then that one, yeah. My uh, my next um, yeah, my next uh, thing is a video game. Um, obviously, just got the PS Five, so I'm mm -hmm. enjoying next gen. You're getting a PS Five. Uh, I can't wait Tomorrow, for the new uh, God of War game, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Is Thor in it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. I might want to get that. Uh, spoiler alert for the first God of War now. Uh, it you, The whole game's kind of linked. It's um, it's kind of hinting that Thor is a... Oh, is he the bad guy? Yeah. It's linked. It's kind of... You're kind of... Spicy. You're, it's kind of hinting that Thor is coming in and you fight, uh, you fight and kill his son... And then uh, the end of the game ends with just lightning coming down, and then you just hear the term Ragnarok is coming, and then the oh, game just ends. Shit. Yeah, and I can't wait. Uh, the first God of War game was awesome. It was essentially all developed to look like one single take, no loading screens. Oh, what? And yeah. Just... And uh, yeah, 
Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I think I just got Nick to get God of War. Yeah, it's probably. fucking <laughs> rules. And yeah. Yeah, uh, I love Norse mythology. Like, no, beyond, it's, beyond Marvel and shit. Dude, like, that like is so I have, I also have God of War three, like the OG remastered one for PS4. Can and, I play that on PS5? Yeah. Oh. Um, I didn't play through the first two, but I did watch like a recap video. But it's essentially just like, uh, was it Ares? Is it Ares? Yeah, I think Ares is like I taking think over Ares town. Ares is the God of War in. Uh... Greek mythology but it's not it's kratos in um in god of war like oh, you play okay. as kratos he's um yeah no but god it's just i remember like god at war's uh story I, I love god of war and i can't wait for god at war ragnarok i think and that's it's an extremely cinematic game like it's beautifully done so can't wait uh, so is it all like gods and shit and like mythology yeah oh. it's all just takes... i might i might get into this because that sounds like my shit yeah no it's literally like the coolest game in the world um yeah god of war good ragnarok pick. can't wait Home run, good pick. I just got Nick involved in God of War. Uh, they're yeah. also making a TV show so, ah. on Netflix. That'd be cool. Yeah, starring Jason Momoa, I think. Oh, what? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, also, anticipated movie that I think it's not coming out for two years. Uh, good, the bad, the undead. Or the good, the evil, the undead with Jason Momoa as a big-ass vampire. And Peter Dinklage as Was this Wilson. announced officially, yeah. or are you accidentally leaking shit again that we might get in trouble for? Cool. No, it's on IMDb. Pull it up. All right, it's on IMDb. Uh, yeah, no, so that's my most anticipated. I like your pick, too. Thanks, man. Happy right. New Year. Happy New Year. I'm excited for 2021 of uh, Spoiler, because we got a lot in store. Um, we're going to start our... We're going to come off the New Year hot. Uh, we were supposed to do the movie... We are supposed to do the movie that we're going to do next week tonight. We're not going to tell you. We're going to start off. Oh, I think we should have ended it with... Happy New Year. I gotta say, like, follow us on all that shit. We do? Oh, that was such a baller ending. Yeah, well... All right, I'll do it again later. I'll remember yeah. to do it. All right, um, and then we're gonna start a, a couple of series, and that's gonna be fun. Yes. Nick's going to embrace a certain series about family, about uh, driving, and all about... All in uh, the family. Vin Diesel. Uh, all in the so, car family. So we're, we're, we're coming in hot next year, and you're, yeah. You're family. Uh, we're just gonna end it with uh, make sure you follow us at spoiler alert or at we spoiler spo- alert 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 <laughs> like Patrick Star yeah. on the the cruise ship you know oh yeah 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 you got it um follow us at we spoil movies on Instagram and Twitter um I'm not gonna give my Twitter name out because I'm doing a little Twitter uh Twitter rebranding oh shit uh so maybe that's ne- real hot girl shit yeah um. I don't know if you want to say where they can follow you. At Cesar Romero fan on Twitter. That That's the whole app. It ends with on Twitter. Uh, I don't know. That's a good bit, right? <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, make sure you, you know, share us around, like us. Thanks for listening, everyone who listened this year. Um, yeah. Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and myself, because I'm gonna listen to the. We're hoping that part. we're hoping next year that uh, we can start to get even bigger. Uh, we're yeah. gonna we have a I'm lot of grow four inches. All right, can you let me finish? Yeah. We're doing a lot of fun stuff. We had a lot of fun stuff planned. I'm really excited. I'm glad that you and I started doing this. Hell it's been, yeah, it's been fun, and uh, we're not done. So we got a lot to go. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you can now say your thing you wanted to say because it's the end of the episode. That's real hot girl shit. Okay.
Did you did you know that phrase? I just Happy New that. Year! Oh yeah. Happy Bitch. <laughs> Great.